And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive me. And today we're going to be covering Lord Maitreya. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not talking. We're going to be talking about Jerusalem, Israel, the Middle East crisis, World War III, and Iran. Let no man deceive you by any means. For that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first. We're going to be starting a series today regarding the, the 501c3 corporate church, particularly of America. And what I say unto you, I say unto all. Watch. And today, we're going to be discussing the UFO phenomenon is growing and not going away. Is it the next great challenge for the church? And ye shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for November 11th, 2012. This is part one. And today we have a pretty lengthy study, but a lot of pictures. So um, it's kind of variable how long this will be, anywhere from two to four parts. And uh, before we get into the main current events, just some Bible verses to kind of think about as we talk about the subjects we're talking about. Some more confirmation of the end time, uh, end times that we're living in. Second Timothy three thirteen. You've heard me say this one a lot. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse. That word wax means grow in the King James. <clears throat> evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. So there's going to be a lot of evil people and seducers that are actually deceiving others, but they themselves are going to be deceived themselves. And so that's something to to keep in mind, that they themselves are very deceived, and, and, and though they're using that deception uh, to actually deceive others as well, because they've bought into the deception, essentially. Uh, Psalm 12, verse 8 says, The wicked walk on every side when the vilest men are exalted. So, We've got the most vile uh, president that was just reelected that we've ever known in the history of America, and I mean, I'm not I'm not giving a lot of the others any kind of pass, but I'm just saying as far as vile goes, as far as a track record goes, as far as so much of what we've documented, um, when you have the vilest men that are exalted, we have a most the best example of that I could possibly give you in the White House right now. Uh, the wicked are going to walk on every side. It's just, and if you look around and you say, I cannot believe it's getting so wicked, it's just unbelievable, it's so overwhelming. Well, the Bible predicts that this is the way it's going to be when you have the vilest men exalted. And he's not the only vile person exalted, obviously. You can look at Hollywood and a plethora of other places as well. Luke twenty-one thirty-six says, Watch ye therefore and pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all the things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. And so this is something that we should be doing, uh, praying always to be accounted worthy to escape all the things that are going to come to pass. It doesn't mean that there's not going to be a lot of Christians that are martyred, obviously, particularly in the tribulation period and, and these types of things, but no matter what, the Lord Jesus Christ, His grace is sufficient 
I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Those are the kind of verses you have to keep in mind regarding the day and times we're moving into. <clears throat> so going further, John 17, 13 through 17 says, And now come I to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them thy word, the word of God, Jesus talking to uh, the Father, and the world hath hated them. So, when you stand on the word and, and you put out the word, you're going to be hated by the world. It's just, you should be. I mean, I'm not saying it's our goal, but it, it is going to happen. And we're going to discuss a lot of things today where Christians, particularly in America, as they are in many other parts of the world, are going to most likely start coming under a high level of persecution. Most likely, particularly in these next this next time period with Obama. Um, and we're going to be discussing that a little bit later. I don't want to get into that quite yet. But uh, the world have hated them because they are not of the world. See, this isn't our home. We're just passing through. I, there was a preacher I used to say that all the time. This isn't my home. I'm just a passing through. And so, although we're in the world, we're not to be of the world. You know, as much as we can, we're supposed to come out from among them and be separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and then he will receive us. <clears throat> so, uh, wherefore come out from among her and be not partakers of her plagues, as it, as it says in, in Revelation. Uh, and I really believe that's probably most likely in regard to like the Babylonian beast type system in general, you know. Um, so, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. I mean, look what they did to Jesus Christ. He wasn't of the world. And, you know, they ended up crucifying him. And so, going further, I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. Which is kind of reminiscent of the last verse we just read in Luke twenty one thirty six, where it says, Watch ye therefore and pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all the things that shall come to pass. Well, it's, it's reminiscent of this. That not that we should be taken out of this world, but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. Because there's a lot of evil everywhere we look. It's, it's, it's everywhere. I mean, it's just mind-boggling. Going further, it says, They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. What does the word sanctify? To be made holy and set apart. So, to be made holy and set apart has to be done through the truth. What is the truth? Thy word is truth. The word of God. So, this is how this, it, the Bible talks about the washing of the water of the word. It's like it makes us holy. It washes us. It cleanses us when we read the word, when we memorize it, when we listen to it, the word of God, the King James Bible in the English-speaking language. So, going, this, these are just really good tenets to kind of always keep in mind. When it says, you, you hear um, the last part of this verse, but you don't normally hear the first part, um, where Jesus says, if you continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. But, 
you'll only hear the last part, and the, and the world will even quote that. Oh, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Well, what's what's that dependent upon? <laughs> if, you know, if you continue in my word, Jesus said, then are you my disciples indeed. So, um, this is why these new modern translations are so dangerous, because they're translated from corrupt manuscripts that go all the way back to Alexandria, Egypt that the Catholic Church gave us through the Sinaiticus and the Vaticanus documents that Westcott and Hort, a couple of high-level occultists, translated into the revised version of 1881, which spawned virtually all the modern-day Bible versions we have today. And then you have the King James Bible on the other side, on, on a totally different lineage of Bibles that you can trace all the way back to Antioch, where they were first called Christians, as it says in Acts, through the Byzantine and the majority text, the Textus Receptus, the Hebrew Masoretic text, the, the, the line of the pure word of God. And if you don't know about that, just key in KJV in the search box at contendingfortruth.com and I've done several studies on that subject. So most, most churches are using a corrupted, watered-down, polluted word and it, has, it does not have the power or the convicting power or the, just, it's just lacking in every way, shape, and form. Um, and you can't build your faith up if you're using a corrupted word of God. It's or it's much harder. You know, it's it's much harder. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So if you don't have any faith, a lot of reason the people you look around and you'll see people that call themselves Christians yet they have no faith whatsoever. Well, they're not reading the word of God. They're not in the word of God. They're they're. Um, and, and I need to be in it. I'm not condemning, you know, like making this blanket condemnation because I need to be in the Word more. Um, we all do, I think. I don't think, you know, you could be in it too much. But um, when you're in the Word, you're going to build your faith. When you're in the Word, you're going to know the truth. When you're in the Word, you're going to be sanctified. To be made holy. I mean... You, you go out in the world and you come back and you feel all dirty and polluted almost. Just not, I mean, even if you're not even participating in anything evil. Just being out in the world, you know. And you come back and you read the word of God and it, it sanctifies you. It, it's like the washing of the water. It's like it cleanses you. And um, most people aren't reading their Bible at all. At all. And if they are, they're reading a corrupted version. So what, what they are reading, there's no real power in it. You know, there's no real sanctifying power. There's no real power to build faith. There's no real power to cleanse. Uh, there's, it's just lacking. And it's really that big of a deal. Especially in the end times. You know. I mean, do you really want to go out into a fight with both hands tied behind your back? Or at least one hand tied behind your back? I mean, the Bible talks about putting on the full armor of God in Ephesians 6. You know. And what are the last two implements mentioned? Above all, taking up the shield of faith, wherewith you will be able to quench every fiery dart of the wicked. Shield of faith. How do you build your faith? Well, we just said, we, we just talked about that. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Hebrews 11.1. 1. So, you have to have faith. Well, the bigger your faith is, the bigger your shield is in the full armor of God. I mean, I, I literally take this literally. 
you know, I mean, do you have faith to believe what the Word of God says? Well, then we should have faith to literally believe that the full armor of God is real, and the bigger your faith is, the more potential you're going to have for warfare to quench every fiery dart of the wicked. That you can go into any battle, and you're not going to be afraid. The bigger your faith is, the bigger your shield is, the more potential you're going to have for God to use you along those lines. And I don't think there's very many right now that have that. At least in America. Now, all of the persecution that a lot of other people go through in other countries where their lives are literally on the line every day for being a Christian, their faith has been exercised more. And most likely, their faith would probably blow the average Americans away. And then it goes on to say the other implement, the sword of the, you know, taking up the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So, it's the only offensive weapon in the armor, the only offense, everything else is defensive. But, the sword of the spirit is offensive. So if you're engaging Satan, or his minions, you quote scripture. That's, that's what you do. Is not my word like as a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh a rock in pieces. There's a good one to quote. You know. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Lord will raise up a standard against him. You know, you could go, there's all kind of verses, warfare verses, that you literally can quote when you face pure evil. I mean, and when you see it work, or just even calling on the name of Jesus is one of the most powerful things you can do. I, I've been in many instances where I've had to do this literally, if you want to know more about that, just key in supernatural in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. It's kind of like my testimony. Some of the more radical things I've went through. And as God's my witness, I didn't make anything up there. <laughs> Nothing. I don't think I embellished either. Um, and I'm not trying to get the glory for myself. I'm trying to give it to the Lord Jesus Christ, to Father God, regarding these matters. But I just think that really in light of what just happened to with the election, that we're going to really have to take the subject, including myself, more seriously and literally. Because, you know, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through the pulling down of strongholds, as the Bible talks about. So they're not carnal, meaning they're not really fleshly. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be prepared, body, soul, and spirit, from a physical standpoint as well. But don't neglect the spiritual. Because you can have every gun and implement on the planet, and trust me, they got bigger ones. (laughs) They got higher technology than you can even comprehend. But what they don't have is is the armament of God. They don't have the implements God has at his disposal to deal with his enemies or to protect his children. They don't have that. They never will. I don't care how technologically advanced their technology gets. I don't care if there's 800 UFOs over your rooftop or or 2,000 tanks pointed or a nuclear warhead pointed at you. God's still capable of protecting you and delivering you and defeating the enemies. You know? So, I'm just saying that kind of because this is some really heavy-duty stuff we're getting into today, and I want you to kind of focus in on that to lay the groundwork so that that it's not like all doom and gloom. Because a lot of, there's some people, and particularly ones that aren't Christian, 
You know, they'll get into this stuff, or they'll talk about it. And it's all man-centered. It's all, you know, what are we going to do? I mean, you know, I need, you know, I need at least 100,000 rounds of ammo. And, and, the, and I'm not begrudging anybody that does that, okay? I'm just saying that the true source of our protection, the true source of our deliverance, in every way, shape, and form, is, is the Lord Jesus Christ. It's Father God. I mean, that's who we need to really be looking to and relying on and praying for direction and guidance and um, deliverance and to pray that we are counted worthy to escape all the things that are coming on this earth and to stand before the Son of Man. You know? So, Jesus said, I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world. Why? Why would he say that? Well, because if he took all of us out of the world, how's anybody going to get saved? I mean, yeah, they could find a Bible and figure it out. True. But that's not typically the way the Lord works. You know? I mean, who's going to give them the Bible? I mean, even from that step, or a track, or something, you know, there's typically, there's usually and typically some human liaison in regard to salvation on this earth. Not to say that the human saves them, it's the Holy Spirit that has to convict through the Word of God in these types of things. But, so if we were all taken off the world, <laughs> it wouldn't be, it would be a pretty bleak future for the world. And then evil would just multiply almost unhindered at that point. Uh, unless God just held it back. And the Bible talks about in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. And then that wicked, capital W, meaning the Antichrist, shall be revealed. I really believe we're in the process of that. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, we're, we're totally in the process of that anyway. It's about the apostasy of the falling away of the church and the Antichrist being revealed. So only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. There's a lot of conjecture on what on exactly what that is, but it's some type of holy hindering force, hindering evil, until he be taken out of the way. And then that wicked, capital W, the Antichrist, should be revealed. That's when the Antichrist is going to be known. We're right on the cusp of that. I mean, I just saw today, uh, I, know, I can't even report on this, but the, their... Um, there was, you know, a stray. There's been stray sh shells coming from Syria into the Golan Heights in Israel, and Israel fired back a warning shot. You never know how close we could be to World War Three here, you know. And I mean, that's closer now than ever. <laughs> and then, in conjunction with all of this happening, the Bible says, and therefore God will send them strong delusion. This is Second Thessalonians chapter two. In this whole time frame, when the wicked is going to be revealed, falling away of the church, he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. And in the midst of all that, God shall send them strong delusion that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned who receive, and that means go to hell, who receive not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. They had no, they had no true love for the truth. They may have it head knowledge, I think a lot of people have the truth head knowledge, but they don't have it in their they don't have it in their heart. They don't have it. It's not like part of them. Deep down, they don't really even believe it. Deep down, I, I believe some people 
are accessing this information or even a listener of mine or, or other people so that they can pick them apart when something doesn't exactly go how maybe they predicted it. This is why I'm very... I don't claim to be a prophet. I don't typically... You didn't hear me say, oh, Romney's definitely going to win or Obama's definitely going to win. You didn't hear me say that. I try to stay away from that stuff. You know, may the Lord's will be done, is how I look at it. But I try to be, you know, give you the information out the facts. But some of the people are listening to these types of ministries so that they can, I think deep down, so that they can debunk them. And, and they're just waiting for something maybe to happen from one of the alternative media um, not even ministries, but just alternative media outlets that they could say, see, look, listen, they've been wrong X amount of times. I'm done. This is all lies. And they can walk away. And in their own mind, they're justified. Sometimes I think that's people's motivations so that they can debunk it and feel better when they walk away and think that they're on the right path. But that strong delusion, man, it's, it's, it's strong. And God's sending it. And it has to do, you know, with believing a lie. And not having any real love for the truth. What is truth? Thy word is truth. So you have to be grounded in the word of God if you expect to be able to filter all of the garbage that is out there on a daily basis. The word of God, actually, when you have it in you, almost it's like it acts like a filter. You're going to be able to discern between good and evil much better. Now, also, then you, you add into that the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of understanding, wisdom, and knowledge, which also, obviously, would have a ton to do with the truth. If you don't have the fear of the Lord, I don't fear God, he's the big guy in the sky. Well, you better, you need to get saved then, because I don't even think you're saved. If that's your attitude, you know, we're supposed to come before him with fear and trembling. We're, we're supposed to reverence that word reverend, reverence, is not should not be a human title. It's only used one time in the Bible, and it's, and it's for God. So we need to reverence God. Fear the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. And then you have the protective aspect. The angel of the Lord encampeth around about them that fear him, and delivereth them. Also giving to, I think, worthy type ministries, and orphans and widows and the poor. There's, there's Bible verses in, um, many Bible verses that pertain to God's protection upon those that have, you know, blessed the poor and the widows and the orphans and, you know, and the righteous, these types of things. So, anyway, I really got off on a tangent there, but I wanted to lay, kind of lay the groundwork before we get into these other stories today. Because I could just go right into this stuff and... It's like, wow, I mean, doom and gloom. No, it's not doom and gloom if you preface it the right way. It confirms the word of God. The word of God predicted it was going to be this way. I mean, we cannot have a seven-year tribulation under Antichrist and it be a wonderful, fun-filled adventure the whole family can enjoy. You know, <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Uh, so, the Bible predicts this. This is just confirmation of that. I'm not here to hurt your faith. I'm here to build it up. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So first first article, Barack Obama is being featured on the latest cover of Newsweek, wearing a uniform like Napoleon. <laughs> this is just unbelievable. Here, here it is, here's the picture. I just I couldn't even believe it. 
take notice of the introduction at the top of the magazine. And it says, and I'm quoting, it's right at the very top, it says, GOP, um, you're old, you're white, and you're history. <laughs> so, it's right there on the cover of Newsweek. And again, it's the demonization, and I'm not, I'm not some kind of racist, or I, I really am not, I'm just, it's funny that it's okay to say anything about white people, particularly white men. That you could say whatever you want to, but could you imagine if it if it said you're old, like I don't know some some other term, and it said you know you're old, you're black, and you're history. Th- there would be an absolute rioting in the streets, but not a peep, hardly from any white people at all about this particular cover. It's just I, I just I find the hypocrisy just unbelievable. You know, um, anyway, so it says, GOP, you're old, you're white, you're history. Uh, like, okay, so, okay, so, and, and again, if you're wondering, it's, it's, GOP is the nickname for the Republican Party, okay? Many believe the GOP stands for Grand Old Party, while some believe it stands for Galleon Old Party, okay? And again, this is, to me, I, and you've heard me state this many times, you know, it's, obviously a Christian would, would have more Republican leanings being pro-life and, and, and you know, um, against the, the gays and these types of things, against just liberalism in general. But both parties are controlled by whatever you want to call them, the globalists, the Illuminati, the elite, many, many names. Like two puppets on a string. It's like Coke and Pepsi. Okay? And, you know, you had Obama, you had Obama light with Romney. So, this says, GOP, you're old, you're white, you're history. And then it has a picture of Obama in a very, um, he's got a sword in his right hand, and um, he's got like this Napoleonic type overcoat on with a suit underneath it. And he's standing there kind of looking real like, real like this stern look of determination on his face, kind of looking off in the distance, and, um, oh my word, it's just unbelievable, and then it's, it literally has, in the middle, right over his body, it says, the Obama Conquest, and it really is, it's a, a, he's like a conquest, like a conquistador, like a conqueror, and the Illuminati's put him in this position to be a conqueror, of the United States to literally bring the United States to absolute total destruction. To destroy it. To, I mean, it was already moving in that direction. Okay. Long before he ever got in. But he is going to be most likely the final nail in the coffin. Particularly now the next, with another four years. Okay, so continuing on, we're going to get into some things regarding the uh, vote fraud. Now, I've already sent these articles out this week, and I'm just going to hit the high points, because, again, the vote fraud that took place in this particular election was probably, and it might have been the most massive vote fraud that we've ever known in any particular election. Uh, There's a ton of different links that you can click on, and I'm not going to go into all these in detail, 
because you can click on them. If I, I could have a whole study just on this one particular thing for today, but there was other things that really needed to be covered. And I wanted just to set the stage to understand that a lot of people that I've been hearing online, and I'm not saying this because I think you know I'm here defending the, the typical American, but almost universally, almost every single person I've heard interviewed since the election came, whether it's some pseudo-Christian radio station, whether it's some alternative media source, whether it's a real Christian interview taking place, a lot of these people are almost despondent over the fact that they said, well, America has elected Obama, and I can't believe this happened, and it's just sickening, and this and that. It's sickening, yes, that he's back in office for another four years, but I do not believe that he won that election, fair and square. I just do not. There was just way too many things that went down that that are that absolutely one hundred percent cast major major doubt, and it was close enough where it wouldn't have taken a lot. For Romney to win. And again, I'm not saying this because I'm Mr. A Big Romney fan or anything like that. I'm just saying that Obama in for another four years is, is a very, very horrific scenario where he doesn't... There's no governor on the guy now. There's nothing... He doesn't have to worry about re-election. He doesn't have to worry... Uh, all the things that he was holding back doing his first four years that he couldn't have gotten away with because it would have just... There would have been so much public outrage from conservatives, it, it would have made it almost almost impossible for even the Illuminati to rig the election. Had he fully implemented what he's going to be full, trying to be fully implementing the next four years. So in other words, there was a certain amount of holding back, as bad as it was the last four years, there was a certain amount of holding back that had to be done so that he could get into another four years and finish the job. As he's been saying, finishing the job is total destruction of America. 100%. Turning us into a communist, socialistic, pro-Muslim, pro-gay, pro-abortion, all protected classes legally. And then anyone else outside of those parameters in regard to true Christians, um, preppers, veterans... Anyone who would want to go against this wickedness and evil, they will be the ones targeted. Massive expansion. Uh, we're going to talk about all the things that to expect in the next four years. These sources, and again, they're um, in the PDF for, uh, that I have up for every teaching, essentially, that I put out for November 11, 2012 at contendingfortruth.com. Uh, this will be... I don't know, probably about a 25-page PDF. Uh, first one is election 2012, dead and still voting. A lot of people that were dead were casting their votes. Um, and again, these are all links. I'm not going to even go into the, the, the specifics. Uh, next, our, next title, voter fraud. People go to vote. Ballots already cast in their names. Others vote more than once. I heard... One report of a guy going to a precinct in, like, I don't think it was Maryland, or 
I don't know, somewhere near there. And he would go outside and he would see people driving away and they were in cars from other states. So in other words, they were coming to their state to vote for Obama and they were from another state. Uh, Next article, Fox News glitch. Website shows millions of votes by mistake before the polls close. So so they're, they're showing the results ahead of time. Before the polls even closed. Confirming that, and this this took place October 19th, 2012 election results leaked. Already in, Obama won. This was leaked in a, um, uh, a show that was in Arizona. I think it was the People's Court. And you can go watch the video of the actual, somebody got it recorded, of the actual polls coming across the bottom. And Obama had already won. I mean, the vote tallies were were all there and everything. So in other words, the media knew this was going to happen and they had some little glitches and some little trial dry runs. And the next one, hacking hacking voting machines is easier than ever imagined. There's no paper ballots for the most part now. So, rigging an election is so beyond easy. Now, I've got into all this before. You can watch the HBO documentary, Hacking Democracy, or go to blackboxvoting.org with Bev Harris. I mean, the the, the Diebold, which is one of the main voting machines, the executives that came out and said that he designed program to rig votes, to flop, and, you know... Votes. He designed the software. He testified in court. You can see him testifying in court to the judge. Guy comes off as very credible. So the thing about it is, is that the one thing I, I tend to disagree is that I, you know, when all these people are so despondent and so depressed about, oh, I can't believe we, they're 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 acting like the voting system is 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 puritanical and and good and and legal and just and. And it's not rigged. And it is rigged. It's rigged to the nth degree. And I don't believe that this country voted Obama back in. I'm not saying there's not a lot of people that didn't vote for him. But I do not believe he won this election. I don't. There's way too many red flags. Way too many red flags. If he truly was going to really truly win, why would all this stuff be coming up? And this was the first day afterward I got these links. Just the first day. Now, if you could do like 9-11, okay, it took years to compile all that information regarding all of the overwhelming information that it was an inside job and that, you know, terrorists with, with box cutters didn't abscound all these planes and fly them with pinpoint precision into these buildings. And You know, it, it took years to compile all that information, though. Now we have the first day after this, we've already got a massive amount of stuff flooding in. If they knew Obama was going to truly win, why would they even have to do this? They wouldn't even have to rig anything. <laughs> well, exactly. You start thinking about it that way. So, um, next article. Key vote in key battleground state of Ohio already challenged in court. Election 2012, evidence of voting problems, fraud floods in. Bev Harris, get ready for massive voting fraud. These are all different links that you can click on to explore this topic. And this is why I don't vote. I mean, it's so rigged, and it's been so rigged for so long. I mean, it's one of the reasons I don't, but, you know. And then, 
this one was nice. Chris Matthews hails, and I, you can go listen to the video. Chris Matthews, that little devil, hails Hurricane Sandy for aiding Obama re-election. Now, I, I got into last week on all the, the unbelievable evidence pointing that it was an engineered storm. Overwhelming amount of evidence. And he's, Chris Matthews has come right out saying he's, he's hailing Hurricane Sandy for aiding Obama re-election. If nothing else, it was a massive diversion um, for them to be able to pull off massive vote fraud because a lot of people's eyes weren't focused. I mean, there was a lot of stuff going on, and it still is with Hurricane Sandy. Uh, here's another one. 16 million missing white votes, white voters' votes. Where did they go? There's a whole article on that, breaking down a lot of statistical things that just do not add up at all. So, I just, when I hear all this stuff about, oh, I can't believe we voted them in again, and we're getting exactly what we deserve, and this and that. I'm not saying we're not getting exactly what we deserve as a country, but I do not believe this guy was voted in. It was massive vote fraud that got him in. It was all predetermined, all preplanned. And it's been, and, and this is because, think about it. The Illuminati is trying to accomplish an objective. They're behind schedule. If they had it their way, they would have literally had 1984 being the 1984 of George Orwell's. Way back then. They're way behind schedule. Um, a lot of occultists that have been interviewed have even admitted this much. And who would be better to implement their agenda on a more aggressive scale now for another four years where re-election isn't going to matter. Heck, you know, if he declares martial law, it's not going to be a factor anyway because he's in as long as we're under martial law. He could literally be in for who knows how long, Obama. So you've got that particular dynamic. You've got the fact now it's an unbroken chain. He's still in the White House. He doesn't have to backpedal. He doesn't have to get up to speed. He doesn't have to bring in a whole bunch of his uh, little slimy um, people underneath him that are going to do his bidding. They're already in place. They're already there. Whereas Romney, again, he would have had to have just, you know, went in there, started from ground zero, inserted his particular people he's going to work with, and it would have taken a lot longer to fulfill what the Illuminati was trying to get him to do. Obama doesn't have to worry about any of that. That's another reason, I believe. So let's go to the next the next uh, report here. Uh, America, what to expect next? And there's a picture here of Obama saying, the truth no longer matters, shut up and drink the Kool-Aid. In reference to the Jim Jones uh, horrific thing that happened in Jamestown in Guyana. So how does a president who used an ambassador to run guns through the CIA to Al-Qaeda and was then complicit in his murder and then fired two senior military officers who tried to save the ambassador's life and then managed to get himself re-elected to the highest office in the land? Now, if you don't know about that story I just read, there's links here to all of that that will explain that. That's just one of the many horrific travesties. He's committed. So it goes on to say, well, in a word, ignorance is the answer. I fear that America is about ready to pay a steep price for her slumbering ways. And the above, the aforementioned transgression should be enough to put Obama in irons, meaning like leg irons, for the next 30 years. But here he is at the helm for another four years. 
After you read the following short list of Obama's transgressions against the Constitution and the American people, ask yourself how safe you feel with four more years of Obama. Obama is not even a citizen of the United States, as determined by several researchers, including Maricopa County Sheriff Joe Apio. Obama's long-form birth certificate was declared a forgery, and that's just one evidence that he was that he is not a uh, citizen. He's an illegal alien, this guy. He's not even a citizen of the United States. Okay, it's been proven from so many different angles. They're always just totally dismissed from court because the court systems are bought lock, stock, and barrel. And, you know, the truth has fallen in the streets, as the Bible says. The, the truth doesn't even, it's, it's totally irrelevant in regard to these types of matters. I mean, it's not irrelevant, but it's irrelevant to the New World Order. They decide what truth they want to give us or what lies they want to give us. Under the Obama presidency, America has seen her national debt double. Now, there's links to a lot of the things we're talking about here, if you don't believe it. There's individual news stories that prove this. And financial collapse is right around the corner. We have seen our allies jump ship in record numbers. We have over half the country on welfare. The Obama administration paid $22 billion to help GM relocate most of its operations to China. $22 billion so that GM could go to China. Why would they do that? Because they want to destroy the middle class. They want to destroy job creation, jobs in America. America is the last great obstacle of the New World Order, particularly the middle class. They want to create an ultra-rich elite class and an ultra-slave class. And this is what they're doing. This is why they're doing this. Um, this happened... This, um, so, Obama administration paid $22 billion to help GM relocate most of its operations to China after the American people bailed GM out in 2008. Okay, so continuing, half, half of all college graduates cannot find full-time work. And again, there's links to all this stuff. And most are saddled with crippling debt through their predatory college student loans. <laughs> I'm still paying mine. <laughs> From like 19... Oh my word, I graduated in 1993. So... You know, and, and they're way worse now. They're way worse now. Um, so, anyway, uh, Obama has closed a multitude of coal plants, thus making energy prices skyrocket. He has funded Solyndra and Pat Stryker's Abound Solar with our tax money to the tune of over a billion dollars, and not one kilowatt of solar energy was even produced. The president is now leading the newest energy scam in the biofuel industry, namely algae in which our nation is subsidizing millions and soon to be billions to algae proponents, including Warren Buffett, I mean some of the most wicked men on the planet, Warren Buffett, George Soros, and Al Gore. The one thing that these men do not tell you is that it takes 300 gallons of water to produce one gallon of algae gasoline. So that seems pretty, you know, uh, environmentally friendly and cost efficient. And of course, under Obama, gas prices have now more than doubled. And again, we've got tons and tons and tons of gas reserves that we're not even tapping into in Alaska and in other places in America. And not only that, we've we've suppressed free energy creation, like with what Tesla discovered and many other people even since then. We've totally suppressed that um, for decade, probably at least 100 years. Why? Because then we're dependent on big oil and we're dependent on the electrical companies and we're dependent on things only the government can supposedly provide. They want to create a 
ultra-slave welfare class that is totally dependent on them because, you know, a slave is not going to go to his master and start demanding terms. The slave is going to be thankful to get whatever he can get. This is exactly what they're trying to do. So again, as, as much as you can get off the system, the better. Okay. So going further, um, Obama's depopulation leanings are expressed in his national health care law, which in one fell swoop placed nearly 20% of the economy under socialist control. Under Obamacare, birth control services are mandatory. Lifestyles which do not add up to the birth rate are honored, like transsexuals, and given preferential treatment by the wicked Obama administration. The Obama's health care death panels will help America continue its slide in, in life expectancy, which we are presently 51st in the world, despite spending 10 times more than the next dozen nations combined. It is clear that Obama is not a Christian and honors every faith but the worship of the Lord Jesus Christ. Obama has kneeled at the feet of our enemies, and I believe that he ultimately serves humanity's greatest enemy, Satan. Oh, he is of his father the devil, and of his lusts, and of his works he will do. He is nothing more than, he's like in Satan incarnate, essentially, Obama. Uh, the president, I mean, don't think I don't like him. Oh, sorry, just kidding. Anyway, the president pushed for the NDAA, which allows him to disappear and murder political opponents and critics, such as Andrew Breibart, who was, died, you know, mysteriously of this massive heart attack just um, right before he was going to release this bombshell. So, that just so happened to happen. Uh, Obama's executive order entitled the National Defense Resources Preparedness, which allows Obama at the stroke of a pen to enact civilian conscription, meaning he can come and make any of us basically into like little army bots where we have to, we're conscripted into the, into the Obama military machine, uh, enact civilian conscription and food confiscation along with com- Complete control of all industry by government. Under Obama, FEMA camps became operationalized and staffed. And then I say, hmm, I wonder why. Additionally, the TSA has taken its Viper program to the streets in order to sexually assault more Americans in the name of liberty. If Obama has this much power at the end of his first term, what nightmare scenario will come in his second term? As I have said previously, Obama is an avowed communist, former Communist Party leader Frank Davis was his father. Now, this is on this this book that just came out about Frank Davis, this porn star, this black porn star, who's actually his real father. And, I mean, it's just like they're the spitting image of one another, essentially. There's a link to the book there. Obama has his Harvard education paid for and his political career launched by former Weatherman Underground thugs Bernadine Dorn and Bill Ayers. I mean, that's well documented. Obama was raised to be a communist and now and a Muslim, and now this despot has four more years to make the White House more like Red Square, with a Muslim flag as well, you know, the flag to Allah or whatever. Then 47% of people who are on Obama's welfare voted to keep the federal gravy train rolling. I'm sure that's probably the case. Many of the 65% of young adults who cannot find Great Britain on a map... <laughs> believe Obama when he says we can spend our way out of a depression. In other words, the people are so dumbed down at this point, thanks to the public school system and the fluoride in the water that, you know, basically destroys your brain and uh, all of the other things they're doing in us with chemtrails and additives and foods and asparatame and all these other things that rot your brain, essentially. 65% of young adults cannot even find Great Britain on a map. Um... They believe Obama when he says we can spend our way out of a depression. I mean, that makes sense. 
And then we are victims then of our own ignorance. Nero fiddled while Rome burned. Obama will likely be golfing the day our economy becomes insolvent under his leadership. And I just so happened that day to go up on the Drudge Report, and there, and one of the top stories was Obama returns to the golf course. He was literally on the golf course like two days after his... <laughs> so... Soon the 80, 80 to 90% of ignorant Americans will soon come to learn that many of us in the alternative media, what we already know, that Obama passed the NDAA, the National Resource Preparedness, um, Preparedness and Death Panels of Obamacare for a reason. Coupled with the fact that Obama has issued 10 times more executive orders than all the presidents combined in our entire history, which sets up the potential for a total dictatorship in his next four years, in which I predict we will see absolute government by presidential decree. Okay, so that's that's the first article that um, we got into here. Now, I think I'm going to go ahead and end part one here and go to part two, because this next part is going to be, I'm, I'm probably going to run out of time here. So I'm going to go ahead and go to part two next, and we'll see you then. God bless you. Scott Johnson's weekly audios are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H dot com. Please help us continue this work. To support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2nd Line, 450 Conover, C-O-N-O-V-E-R, Boulevard West. Number 202, Third Line, Conover, North Carolina, 28613. Or on the internet, PayPal can be used at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you, and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.